0: This this, this this is K- you KUT KUT Austin
1: Stop This is KUT I'm Jennifer Staten Families and friends are getting ready to gather for Thanksgiving and many more holidays before the end of the year but some of those meals could be a little tense if there are lingering unresolved disagreements One reason for unsettled disputes no one wants to be the first to say those few brief words I'm sorry. Yes, it's a short phrase, but it's loaded with meaning. Janice and Rock Rockman are Central Texas Life and Relationship Coaches certified by an International Coaching Federation accredited program. Before the holiday meals begin, we gathered around the recording studio table to discuss why sorry does seem to be the hardest word.
2: Apologizing is difficult because it requires humility. And most people just don't want to humble themselves enough to say, I'm wrong. I'm sorry, because humility is too close to humiliation. And oftentimes there's shame wrapped around being humble, humility and being humiliated. Right. So it kind of starts with just humbling yourself and having enough humility to say, hey, I was wrong. I'm sorry, which is difficult for a lot of people to do, because I think the brain, Janice and I talk about the brain a lot. The brain has a sensor that protects you from hurt and harm. That's why if you put your hand on the stove, you, you almost can't do it, right? They'll have this whole thing about put your hand on the stove, right? And for a lot of people, now there are some people who do some self-harm. That's a whole nother conversation, but For most people, it's difficult for you to even place your hand on the stove, even as a test, because your brain blocks you from, it subconsciously blocks you from hurt. And it hurts sometimes to have to say that I'm sorry.
1: Why is it so hard then for us to humble ourselves and to have some humility to every once in a while just say, you know, I I did something wrong?
2: It temporarily reduces your self-esteem, you know, and your self-worth. Um, the offender who apologizes yields some power and some control, so having announced their imperfection and error, the offender is now vulnerable. You put yourself in a vulnerable position, and for most people being vulnerable is very can be very difficult, right, yeah, so
0: Yeah, I think that's really true. Um, Apologizing does require some vulnerability, and most of us, I think, on some level, are terrified of relational vulnerability. On the one hand, one of our greatest quests in life is to be seen, heard, and validated, to be understood. And on the other hand, one of our greatest fears is to be seen. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like a self-preservation act, an attempt to try and sort of block that potential pain. Um, And on the other end of that, too, Sometimes a recipient of the apology doesn't always make that so easy to to hear, to take in, because some people see that as an opportunity to go into all of the I told you so's, and well, it's about time, and I was waiting for this, and to berate the person. So it doesn't
1: seem like a positive reinforcement to do the apologizing again in a future scenario. It seems to me, though, that there's a way that showing that vulnerability and putting yourself out there can actually strengthen a relationship. Isn't there a way that an apology... And sort of laying ourselves bare that way is actually good for relationships, not bad. I think in the long run, it can definitely um,
0: stabilize and increase connection. It can can increase depth of, of understanding. It can also allow for the other person to see you in a position where you're not Always in a position of being powerful, so to speak, or being, quote unquote, as we say, right, Right. you know, but where they can see your own vulnerability. Sometimes that vulnerability, showing that vulnerability in yourself can help evoke compassion in others. And that compassion can do a lot to strengthen um, and to support professional relationships and and intimate relationships. I think if we apologize more, (laughs) 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 we probably could shift our culture a bit. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, one thing that's interesting to me, if I think about what an apology actually sounds like. So when we apologize, we tend to say, I'm sorry. But what I've noticed is we say, I'm sorry for a lot of things. Like if I bump into you, or if I knock over your coffee, I'll say, I'm sorry. We say that really easily. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if part of the challenge with apology is the... The words don't mean as much anymore because we use them all the time. Mm, That's a good point. It's so funny. It
0: takes our our nine-year-old daughter, Grace, to point this out. When we're out and about, if we're out shopping or running errands, she'll be like, Mom, have you seen how many people are just randomly saying they're sorry? She's like, what are you sorry for? (laughs) You know, it's almost like I'm sorry for being alive. Like, I'm just here. I'm breathing. I'm taking up space. (laughs) So we do kind of overuse the phrase...
2: I think the deeper the hurt, the deeper the wound, the harder it becomes to say, I'm sorry. It's easy to say, like you said, if you mm. bump into someone, hey, I'm sorry. I apologize. I bumped into you. That's and more of an excuse me almost. Yeah. Pardon that, me. Right. Exactly. And, you know, it's almost just like you, like you said, do you really mean it? Right. Because it's almost like walking by someone and saying, say, hey, how are you today? Do you really want to know how they are today? Or is that just something that we say? That's a a cultural thing or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Right. But when we get into really deep hurt, really deep wounds, then it becomes really difficult for you to say, I'm sorry. And and you want to make sure. You know, that it's a sincere apology that you follow the right, the proper <laughs> stages of what an apology looks like.
0: Yeah, one of the ways not to apologize is to be like, well, I'm sorry if you feel like, if right. you feel like right. I hurt you or whatever it right. is. So that it's kind of saying that it's kind of invalidating that person's experience. I think a part of this too, Jennifer, is this idea or this quest for control that we have. When we apologize to someone else, I think <laughs> on some level we're giving up some some resemblance of control of our creativity. Of, of our experience with them so when we when we when we say like i'm sorry it's kind of giving like like rock was saying it. it's in a way people feel like it's giving the power over to the other person so we're we're letting go of a little bit of control and a lot of us want to control how we feel how other people feel about us what the outcomes are so there's a part of the not apologizing i think that puts up a little bit of a wall of safety or perceived safety where we feel like we're in control mm-hmm. i didn't have to apologize for anything
2: right I like to call them uh, apology faux pas.
1: What would be an apology <laughs> faux pas? So,
2: so the non-apology apology, right? It's like, I'm sorry you felt that way. I know you're hurt. Hey, I'm sorry you felt that way, but, you know, we'll be okay, right?
1: So the faux pas there is the the... Apologize or isn't saying I'm sorry for what I did. Right. They're saying, They're They're saying you felt that. I'm it, sorry if you misunderstood if you, right. what I said. I'm right. sorry if you made a mistake. Exactly, I'm not responsibility and it's not for taking my ownership, right? Yeah. And
2: then the next one is just making excuses. Well, you know, this happened, that happened, some things happened, you know, and this is why this was the this defensive is what it, apology. Right. The defensive apology, mm-hmm. and then there's just faking it. Eh, I'm just sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, whatever it is, but it's not really sincere, right? Then the next one is avoiding saying I some 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 bad things happened, you know, mistakes (laughs) were made. uh, But, you know, as opposed to saying I was wrong. I made a mistake. I did this indifferently. Uh, And then you have acting indifferent, right? A quick emotional state. I'm sorry, but you begin to act indifferent or, you know, it's not, once again, just not a sincere apology. a
0: dismissive apology. Yeah,
2: and then you've got playing the drama queen where you just (laughs) grovel and go on and on. Oh, I'm so unworthy. I'm just such a bad (laughs) person. Where that person becomes a victim. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Um, And then there's over apologizing. Just doing it too much, just going on and on and on and on and on, right? And then you have taking forgiveness for granted, right? Because you can apologize, but then you take the forgiveness for granted, right? Where, like, sometimes it's over. Once they've forgiven you, you've apologized, it's over, right?
1: What does a sincere, heartfelt, real apology need to contain in order to convey all the important Emotional and relational aspects that an apology should. I think, I think one of the biggest things, and, and, and
0: people can do this as early as five or six years old, all the way up to 60, 70, 80 years old, is to reflect back what you're hearing from that person. So mm-hmm. you're taking in what they've said and you say, okay, let me, let me, let me, can I reflect back to you? Or can I say back to you what I think I hear you saying? What I think you're hearing is, what I hear you saying is that, you know, when I rush you like this when we're working, it makes you feel really uncomfortable and it makes you feel like I think you're incompetent and mm-hmm. that that's really become bothersome to you. I hear that. I hear you saying, I hear you reflecting that back and then saying, I really apologize. Is there something I can do differently Mm -hmm. and allow them to give you some feedback?
2: Yeah, I think there are five core things that need to be wrapped into any sincere apology. And the first one is expressing regret by just saying, I'm sorry, like I was wrong. The next one is accepting responsibility and then making uh, restitution. What can I do to make it right? What can I do differently? Because if you don't change your actions, then you're really saying that you're really not sorry. So you have to find some type of way where you can start to change your actions. Then genuinely repenting. I'll try not to do that again. I'll try and do differently. And then five, requesting forgiveness. Will you please forgive me? If you wrap those five things Mm -hmm. into an apology, that is a sincere apology.
0: And I've even heard some people get tied up on like, well, well, what does the word sorry mean? Well, right. I'm not a sorry person. And right. I've heard people say oh, like, well, I'm sorrowful that this happened. Right. Like we get really caught up on the semantics. But, you know, at the beginning and the end of it, it does remind me a little bit of a quote that Maya Angelou had said years ago, which is people don't always remember the content of what you're saying as much as how they remember how you made them feel in your presence. So, so thinking about compassion and connection over content. So we don't have to go into so much about the data and remembering all every part of the incident more than anything, more than the data, more than the content. People want connection and they want to feel respected and they want to feel heard. And then like Rock was saying, they want to feel like on some level, this conversation will change how we behave together in the Mm -hmm. future.
2: Yeah, because at the end of the day, the behavior has to change. If you're doing something over and over and over again and you're constantly apologizing for it. Then we've got a different situation (laughs) (laughs) here, right? It's not so much about the apology. Now it's about the action. What do we need to do to make the proper changes so that we can go forward and not have this issue again?
1: Mm -hmm. What is the best way to properly accept and appreciate an apology? You mentioned earlier, Denise, that part of sort of the whole landscape of apologies is that they're not always greeted Mm -hmm. sort of wholeheartedly and they're not always welcomed. What should the receiver an, a, of an apology do if they're open to receiving it and they're believing what the other person is saying? What can they do to make that apology well received and really have perhaps a behavioral impact?
0: You know, I think there's probably three basic things.
1: Um, the
0: first is to let the person finish. Because <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot where it's like someone start, you know, I just I wanted to, to say this. They're starting to work up the courage to give this apology. And then either the, the recipient of it is uncomfortable. So, oh, no, it's okay. They dismiss it. Right. You're good. It's all right. Oh, no, no. So let them finish. Or where they're so glad that they're finally getting this apology, they jump all into it and they, they over talk them. So let mm. the person finish, number one. The second thing is, is thank them and let them know what it means to you that they've done this. Like if you say, you know, thank you. I really appreciate that. I feel connected again. I I appreciate you saying that. That just seems really considerate. Or, oh, I'm so glad that cleared up the misunderstanding. Clearly articulate to them what this apology now has meant for you. And that also, I think, helps with a little positive reinforcement because the person will will see that it's being received, it's being supported, and it's helping move the relationship forward. Mm. Um, Because if every time we apologize, it ends up with disconnection or... A negative experience we're not going to want to do it right. and then the or, third or th-
2: while they're saying i'm mm-hmm. sorry you're like yeah you are sorry you're <laughs> joking you know yeah let's not <laughs> break <laughs> right
0: i um, mean then the third thing and i think this is like this is modeling humility it becomes an exchange of humility where you could say hey and by the way is there anything that you feel like i could work on mm-hmm. hey is there anything that you need from me and you can do that in a quick interaction at a water cooler at your office in a quick interaction with your child or with your significant other so those are those three things like let them finish hear them out Number two, state
1: what it means to you. And then number three, maybe say, hey, is there something that you need from me or something I can do? How can you handle a situation where someone has done something or said something and they don't feel like they need to apologize? They don't feel like they did anything wrong. They don't feel like they hurt anybody. They were saying something they thought to be truthful. They were doing something they thought was important and they don't think. They don't think it merits an apology.
2: Yeah. You know, that's a, those, question. That's a great question. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes those type of situations, the only thing that you can do really is express your feelings. It's really important for you to express, hey, this really hurt me. This is how I felt. I felt like you were wrong in this position. But what we can't do is make someone apologize. We can't force someone to apologize. We can express our feelings. We can express our thoughts. And at some point, we can learn how to let it go. Right. And sometimes offer forgiveness even without an apology sometimes, which sometimes is very difficult to do. But sometimes we can make that decision Mm -hmm. on our own to just forgive. You can
0: still resolve it within
1: yourself. Yeah, you
2: can still resolve it within yourself, express those feelings, resolve it within yourself. And then it's up to the other person what they're going to do from there.
1: That's a really high level, mature thing to do, isn't it? It To say, I'm not, this person is, just to understand that that person is never going to be able to kind of deliver what I feel like I need. I'm going to have to figure out a way on my own yeah. to get past whatever the incident. Or I, I think right. it's huge, though, because,
0: you know, and especially thinking about with the holidays, it'll be coming up soon. This whole conversation of apologies comes up because people start thinking about things that happen, conversations, misunderstandings, <laughs> decades old of friendship or familial <laughs> challenges or things like that. And um, sometimes people say, well, how can I make peace with my past or how can I make peace with my parents or how can I make peace with my friends or my siblings if they're not willing to offer an apology? And I do think that uh, one of the things, too, is the one of the quickest ways to reduce suffering around that is to begin to release our judgment around it. And that's a difficult thing to do because something about the judgment makes us feel vindicated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't believe what this person <laughs> right. did to me. It was yeah. so awful. Wait till right. you hear. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's just absolutely. like,
0: you know, I, I think it's so true that most, most human beings are doing the very best that they can at, at their current level right. of awareness. Now, there are some situations where people are just, you know, out from, you know, ill intent toward people. But for the very most part, people are going to only operate out of their level of maturity, their level of awareness and their consciousness. So they just may not be there. And in a way, letting go of the need of the validation of them to see it your way that's a part of expecting that apology and mm-hmm. then letting go of the need to judge them around it and just say yeah. they, they said what they said, they did what they did. I have expressed how right. I feel, right. so I'm not pretending. Mm-hmm. But this is something I'm not going to get from them. But I want to give myself closure, and that's where I get to take my power back from them. They don't ha- they don't get to carry my power around with them with that that need for the apology. I'm taking it back. I'm going to resolve it within
1: myself. You know, I'm thinking about now apologies and maybe workplace relationships or. Teacher student relationships or maybe parent, child, what about apologies where there's where there's a real different sort of power dynamic? Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's sort of an in charge person and there's a not in charge person. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to handle those well from either side where it feels like there's not that the 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 power setup is not equal? It's not a it's not a level playing field. Mm-hmm. Is there something that the person who is in the position of power should be sure to do in giving an apology or conversely that the person who is in the maybe lower position of power cuz that seems like that could get really tricky um in a lot of different ways
2: yeah that's a great question and you know i was doing a little bit of, of reading about this uh as we were preparing for this and you know and, and i read some things where like there can be some resentment that comes up in a person that's in a lower position of power when someone is a higher is in a higher position of power where the person in the higher position has to provide some sort of some sort of apology. And that person in a lower position oftentimes is, is their their hands are tied in terms of how they can respond and what they can do. Right. So it's very, very difficult. But I think it's very important for a parent, a leader, a person in authority when they are in a position, when they are wrong. I think it can bring a level of respect when they are uh, strong enough and humble enough to admit when they are wrong. Right. And we do this with our children regularly. Hey, I apologize for doing this, this way. Right. You have to be careful because you can't get into what we talked about earlier over apologizing because you don't want to diminish. Uh, it's weird your level of authority, but there is some time of what I call bowing the knee and humbling yourself and just saying, hey, I was wrong in this position.
0: Yeah, that, that's servant leadership. Yeah. Like the one that has the most power, if you will, or authority to lead needs to be able to be of greatest service, I think. And for those that are in positions that feel like they don't have as much of a voice or as much power, I would say courageously, respectfully, and with clarity, speak truth to power.
2: How many times you've heard a child talk about negative experiences they had growing up as a child and then oftentimes a parent's response is well I did the best that I could you know we we didn't have much more we didn't have to, i did the best that I could as a parent right the defensive, right? Apology. The defensive <laughs> apo- not even an apology right it's just like <laughs> I did the best i could we couldn't well you were yeah. acting better you were doing this you were doing that just imagine as you said how powerful it would be if we just stepped back for a second and heard the pain or the hurt That someone else experienced and instead of being defensive and maybe you did do the best that you could, right? Maybe that's your truth, but they have their truth as well. And just how much power that can come from saying, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. I mean, empathy, compassion is a cure for shame. It's a, it's a cure for disconnection. And I think if we can all just try and we dress ourselves every day, but if we could try and clothe ourselves in a little humility every day, I think that that is one of the most powerful positions to be in. Yeah compassion we've got to be able to have that compassion to see in the other person's perspective and it doesn't even mean that you understand everything that they're saying that's right but just to be able to say you know what mm-hmm. i apologize it had that impact on you what else can i do and how can i do that differently
2: yeah but a, a, like as you said a sincere apology can have a tremendous impact it can for change a generation totally
1: <laughs> janice and rock rockman thank you so much for your discussion and your insights today thank you
2: thank you, thank you.